This podcast is for PR pros who are looking to discover the best strategies for landing their dream retainer clients and scoring them top tier media coverage. I'm your host, Jen Burson, and I want you to have a fulfilling career in PR that totally lights you up without sacrificing your personal or family time or your sanity. Welcome to the Pitching Powerhouse Podcast. All right, guys, seeing how it is right around the new year, it seems like a great time to talk about burnout. Um, It's a huge problem for pretty much any entrepreneur. We posted in our Profitable PR Pros Facebook group asking if our entrepreneurs in there have ever experienced burnout. And there wasn't a single person who had not. There were actually dozens of people who've had burnout. And I myself have had it. I still do. But we have certain ways that we're able to kind of get ourselves out of it. Um, You know, I know as a busy PR pro, if you're working for yourself, you might be doing all the things, handling clients, doing all the pitching, building media lists you know, still doing business development to work to grow your agency. And that is a lot. I mean, that is so much on your plate. And I know that all of that can be a recipe for serious burnout. And just kind of uh, taking a step back this time of year, whether you're listening at the end of the year or just after the new year, it's a really good time to prioritize your mental health. And I know this is kind of... um, being maybe, you know, this idea of self-care or uh, prioritizing mental health has kind of become a little bit more um, talked about, which I think is is excellent. I think sometimes people have a confused understanding of self-care. It is definitely, you know, maybe it's taking a bubble bath with a glass of wine and listening to some relaxing music, but truly self-care is about taking care of your mental health. And, um, you know, we want to take a step back. We want to consider how to prevent burnout so that you can be set up for a happy, healthy, and successful new year. That's what I want for you. I want that for myself, all of the members of our community. So I want to get into it with you so we can talk about this and really figure out here what burnout is, and then I have kind of five tips and we can expand on some of them and figure out how we can handle burnout or try to avoid it in the first place. Okay, so let's dive in. The first thing I want to talk about is what burnout actually means. This is what happens when we experience just a ton of stress over a long period of time. It can even come in a short period of time if you're just dealing with so much in just a condensed amount of time. And it, it shows up in ways it kind of manifests emotionally, mentally, sometimes even physically. I mean, this is stress. We all know when you're stressed out, you can, you know, some things that I do, I tend to break out, which is no fun at all. Um, I tend to eat a lot of comfort food, whether that's mac and cheese or baking a lot of cookies. If you see me in my kitchen on Insta stories and I'm baking pretty much every day, I'm stressed out because <laughs> it's fun to bake and then it's fun to eat the foods that we bake. Um, and also, you know, you kind of get a short fuse. It's stress, but it's pushed to the limits. There's a lot of ways you can know that you're starting to burn out. This is when you feel physically 
and mentally exhausted. You can be irritable or upset at just about anything. Um, My husband came in the other day and was like, hey, what are you working on? And I was like, nothing. It's none of your business. You don't need to know. And he was like, whoa. Um, Thankfully, he understands that if I'm like that, it's just because I'm feeling pretty stressed out or burnt out in that particular moment. And he knows not not to take it personally. Of course, I apologize. But when I react like that with a very short fuse, I know that I am just what I say to him is like I'm at the end of my rope. Um, that's what I have said that will kind of alert my my spouse that I have been pushed to the limits and I'm feeling burnt out. Um, the other thing that happens is you start to procrastinate. You have a hard time finishing things. You sometimes will just stare at the screen You'll dive into social media. I know a lot of us just kind of zone out when we're in that endless scroll of Instagram or TikTok. But if you're not typically like that or you're able to snap out of it quickly and get yourself focused back on what's important, and right now you're not, you just are sucked in and you just can't refocus your attention, that's a sign of burnout. Um, The other thing, too, is there can be a sense of dread and I, oh, I hate that feeling, but a sense of dread, either doing a certain task or talking to a certain person. Sometimes when the phone rings or we see an email come in and it's a client, you're just like, ugh, you know, that feeling of like, I do not want to talk to this person. Um, you know, that can be a sign of burnout. And also this feeling that comes back of imposter syndrome. It's feeling again, like, you know, who am I to be doing this? This is really hard. I can't handle all of this. Um, there's not one ounce of motivation left in me. And I just don't know how I can get past this. And that kind of brings you to a place where you resent your business, you resent your partner. Sometimes you resent, you know, maybe your um, your children or whomever is adding to the stress in your life that maybe doesn't have an awareness of the other factors like your professional your professional um, challenges that are leading to burnout. So just be aware when these things start to kind of creep up for you. Um, it is stress, but it's like stress on stress. <laughs> it's like max stress. It's when, you know, like I'll say to my husband, Kevin, I am at the end of my rope. I cannot do this next thing. Like the kids are eating waffles for dinner Um, we're going to just scrounge through the freezer and see what we have. I cannot make dinner. I just do not have it in me. Um, you know, and he'll say, whatever you need, you, you know, whatever you need, I'm here for you. Um, so that's, you know, one thing to kind of help you is be be sure that you're comfortable or just ask for help. Um, be sure that you're asking for the help that you need. Um, that's not, one of my tips, I don't think here, this is a professionally, I do have tip number three that will tie back into help, but just in your personal life too, your partner is there for you. A lot of times they cannot read your mind. My husband wants to be so incredibly helpful, but he can't read my mind. I have to kind of ask him for what I need. They don't always have an awareness of all the things you have managing, that you're managing in your head or all the things you have on your plate that you're juggling. They want to be helpful. Just tell them how they can help. Okay, so I want to talk about five tips that can help you avoid avoid burnout as a busy PR pro. So we're going to bring it back to burnout professionally and just kind of talk about how you can 
move past it or try to avoid it in the first place. So tip number one, try to fill each day with joy. And I know that sounds all Pollyanna. Um, Do you guys even know about what Pollyanna means? Um, Maybe also aging myself a little bit, but it's easier um, than you think. It's one of the best ways to keep yourself from reaching burnout is really to love what you're doing. So if you really enjoy the work you're doing, you feel really grateful about it. um, You're kind of in gratitude every day for the work that you get to do. I mean, for me, I feel really lucky because I have that perspective of working in a career that was really soul sucking. You know, when I was an attorney, it was all about billable hours. It felt like just a never ending hamster wheel of work that didn't produce any great results. That's just what it felt like. Just a lot of uh, writing, researching, filing motions, and nothing ever really, it just moves at a snail's pace, but the work doesn't move at a snail's pace, the outcomes do. And that to me was very, very stressful. So I love what we do in PR. I love how every day is a little different. Um, Each day really does fill me with joy. And, you know, I've been doing this like 17 years in March next year. But if you look forward to working every day, even as these stressful situations will come up, you'll be able to find joy. That's with the clients you're working with, with the work you're doing. And you, this is one of the ways that I recommend doing that. If you try to do all the things and have a wide range of clients that don't really all relate to each other, they're not in the same niche or adjacent you know, topic areas, you're going to burn out. So I recommend niching down and only working with clients that truly light you up. This is when you have to accept your instincts on this and trust your instincts and accept that first feeling you get in your gut. Anytime there's a client that's a nightmare, you have talked yourself out of your impression of them at some point when you sign them on. I'm going to say that again. Anytime you have a nightmare client during the uh, you know sales process, the onboarding process, at some point along the way, you had a gut feeling that they were going to suck the life out of you. You had a gut feeling that they were going to be a complete pain in the butt, but you talked yourself out of it either because you wanted the money, totally fine, I get it, I've done it too, or you felt like you needed a client or you felt like you could just um, move past that. But that's one of the things you have to start paying attention to is really only doing work with clients that light you up. And I know that it's scary to turn down work, but I promise you that the right fit is right around the corner waiting for you. Anytime I've ever said no to something bad, there's been something better, more on, more aligned with my you know, my values and my vision for my company right around the corner. I'm talking sometimes the very next day. It's happened multiple times to me. So, you know, you want to niche down, only work with clients that you truly are excited about. And this is why we really focus on this inside of the agency accelerator. It's that we want to build a business intentionally that will serve you by getting strategic in who you serve, how you serve them, and really focusing on that niche so that you can have kind of a contained um, subject area that you're an expert in and you know news that you have to follow and and media contacts that you have to um, build. And that's going to make life easier. So it's one of the reasons why we really focus on niching down inside the agency accelerator. And that'll help you. You choose a niche you love. 
you will love what you do every single day and that will help you fill each day with joy. Okay, so tip number two, you can build a schedule that will serve you. Um, This is where my definition of success changed dramatically from when I shifted from law to PR. This is the thing that makes me feel like I am the most successful and the most happy, I guess happiest, is having a schedule that is on my terms, working when I want with who I want. Um, And I promise you, you can do this. I typically do not work on Fridays. Sometimes I'll catch up a little bit. Um, Sometimes I'll kind of use it to run my errands and spend a little bit more time with my kids, getting ready for the weekend. But you can build a schedule that will serve the kind of life you want. So you're going to want to set up a schedule that works best for you. And this is what I feel is one of the best parts of being a PR pro and working for yourself is getting to set your own hours. Um, You know, I also have like passion projects that I work on. My husband just got me for um, Hanukkah. He got me a cricket, you know, those uh, laser cutting or precision cutting machines. And I have no idea how to use this darn thing, but it seems extremely cool. And I'm going deep in the rabbit hole over videos to see what kind of projects I can make and how to work it. And um, I have time for that on Fridays. You know, my kids will be at school and then I have the bandwidth to sit and watch videos and get kind of excited about what I'm up to um, for, you know, crafting and finding my creativity again. So um, just know you can set your own hours and you should also look to structure your days in the way that work best for you. So I focus on my energy level. When are you most energized? Are you really focused in the morning? Then you can do your most creative work and save the emails for the afternoon. I mean, you can do a super quick triage and look and see if any clients need something from you or your team has something semi-urgent. But if you are energized and focused and the most creative in the morning, that is when you need to do your most focused work. Try to get into your flow state then because you will have the most impact. You'll get it done faster. If you're using your most focused time to just go through your email, you are absolutely wasting your horsepower. You're absolutely wasting your horsepower when you do that. You know, save the email triage when your kids are home or when you're a little distracted in the e- in the afternoon. You can fire off a two, three sentence email without having your most focused attention. Okay, so quickly go through your email. Don't let other people prioritize your day. Choose to work when you feel the most energized. Some people really enjoy working late at night and feel really um focused in a quiet sort of dark house when everyone's asleep. If that's you, I think that's awesome. One of the things I would recommend doing is um, if you're writing emails to clients or even prospective clients, boomerang them in your Gmail account to send in the morning. And the reason I want you to do that is I don't want you to set the precedent with your client that you are up all hours of the night and you are reachable all hours of the night. They are not allowed to just contact you whenever they want. Um, And so save it for the morning. You can send it to go out at a certain time. So you can do focused work. You know, if you're drafting a proposal, which would take me a lot of focused energy, I would get the email all ready, 
you know, review it with clear head in the morning or even just set it up at night and then it'll go out first thing in the morning. So you want to, you know, if you if you're the kind of person like me, I want to spend time with my kids at night. We play games with them. If they'll let us, sometimes they protest and instead we'll watch Shark Tank or, you know, Seinfeld. It's kind of funny. My kids are into Seinfeld. Um, and it's cute because they laugh at all the right jokes and they seem like they get it. I don't know. Um, but we want to spend time with our kids. So you have to have a really clear boundary for when you're on and when you're off work. So one of the factors that will lead to burnout is feeling extreme pressure from demanding clients. And if you open up the door, it's like you give them an inch, they take a yard. Make sure your clients know right from the start when they're working with you that you're available during certain times and what they can expect from you in terms of communication. Um, you know, you don't have to be so blatant about it. Like I will only be returning emails during um, business hours, which are 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. doesn't have to be like that. They will start to get the hint um, when you are only messaging them during business hours, you're only reachable during business hours. And if they're not really um, getting the hint and they're not clear about it, you can state it. Oh, you know, let me just get right back to you um, during uh, the business day tomorrow. I'll get right back to you. Um, as soon as I'm back in office or back online. That's another thing you could say when I'm back online. Um, and everyone knows we're all checking our email, but don't respond to it. Don't even say, yes, yes, I'll get this to you tomorrow. Um, you will reply in an email and say, I'm back online and here's what I have for you. But if you open the door to nights and weekends, they will absolutely take advantage of that. And unless you're responsible for a client with a lot of breaking news, kind of 24 hours a day, seven days a week, there's really no need for, or you ha you have clients that have like kind of weekend gigs and you're going to be helping them for weekend events, then that's an exception around the event, but it doesn't give them the invitation to contact you all hours of the day, nights and weekends. Okay. So just set your boundaries you know, figure out the schedule that best serves you with your energy level, your creativity, your focus and attention. When do you feel the most energized? Um, that's when you do your best work. Do not use that time to answer email. Okay. Promise me. You have to promise me because you are wasting your horsepower. So that was tip number two, build a schedule that serves you. And number three, this is the biggest, biggest, biggest thing that I can recommend to you is hiring a team to help you. Okay. So as you think about next year and your PR journey, I want you to really consider what your life could look like if you could outsource your work and delegate to a qualified team. This has been absolutely life-changing for me. One of my early mentors, um, the head of the entrepreneurship program at USC Business School, um, I was not in business school at USC. My husband was. I went to law school at USC, but my husband was getting his MBA. And he said, the head of my entrepreneurship program has agreed to meet with you for an hour. And I didn't know what to expect. He gave me some of the best advice I ever had in my business. Very simple advice that helped me really experience quantum growth in my business. Not like 20%. 40% growth. It was like 3x growth from one year to the next. Okay. He said less gen equals more money. And he was really talking about hiring a team, getting the support that I needed. 
Um, and I was really scared. I said, you know, I am not making the kind of money I want to be making. And I certainly don't have money to pay a team. So we had to really think about what is it going to take? What does it actually cost me to execute these services? And how can I bring in a team that will help me do that and clear my plate of the things that I don't like? So your hours as the CEO in your business, they're extremely valuable. You know, I want you to think about what you would actually price your hourly rate at, not just what sounds reasonable, but you have to back into it. You know, how how much do you want to make in the year? How many hours do you really want to work? Um, really think about what your hourly rate would be. And if you think about that, whether it's $100, $250, or $1,000, you know, you can pay someone to handle the day-to-day tasks like pitching um, pitching media, building media lists, um, building out strategies that you can then kind of put your stamp of approval on, last 5-10%, make it your own. You can have someone to do payroll, accounting, um, you know, even day-to-day tasks like email. I have team members that do that, all of the daily outreach to media, and that has really eased the burden on me. I focus on the things that I absolutely love and I get out of the drudgery zone of the things that suck the life out of me, which to me are like, um, you know, building media lists, pitching the media, following up on open pitches and reporting. We have created a process around reporting and that's actually in the agency accelerator because it's so cumbersome. And if you think about how long it takes you to build reports at your hourly rate, it's like thousands of dollars, and that's just not a good use of your time. So I know hiring a team might sound crazy, uh, not crazy, pardon me, scary, um, might sound really scary, but honestly, it is the best way to prevent burnout and the best way for you to scale your business to new heights beyond sometimes even what you thought was even possible. So this is such an important part of how to build a a successful, profitable agency that we have inside of the Agency Accelerator tons of information around finding team members, legal financial concerns that might be involved in onboarding and offboarding team members and everything in between. Um, This is part of the scale pillar. So we have four pillars, strategy, sales, service, and scale. These are the four pillars on the path to profitability framework. So when you are ready to scale and you need team members, you need to find them, you need to have legal contracts in place, you have to have a way to onboard them. We have all of this inside the agency accelerator in our scale content. Okay, so number three, bring on a team, get the help you need. And I also, at the top of this episode, talked about personally getting the help that you need. Ask for help in your business and also personally, because it's going to make you feel so much less stressed and you will not be kind of teetering on the brink of overwhelm at all times. Okay. Um, Tip number four, don't be afraid to take vacations, breaks, time away from your job. Um, I know that when you're working for yourself, the thought of taking time away, it's really overwhelming. The biggest challenge I find from members of our community is that when they work on a retainer basis, they feel like they need to deliver 
all the time. So they're doing the work performing services constantly in order to keep clients happy because they think that that's what clients expect from them. And I have news for you. They don't. They just want you to deliver results. It's usually the little clients, independent people with the smaller retainers where every penny matters that they're going to criticize and kind of scrutinize your hours. Um, You know, the reality is that in order for you to avoid burnout, you need time away from your business. You need it. You have to reset. Um, You have to have mental breaks, physical breaks. So if you hire a team, you'll be able to take time away with no problem. You can set them up to kind of backfill. You can tell clients where um, how they can, you know, kind of stay connected while you're away. Um, And also, you know, just kind of this planning ahead, communicating with your clients. And really, again, it goes back to picking clients that are great and aligned with you. They light you up. You're excited about them. They understand that PR is a big picture, long-term strategy. And therefore, you taking a break for a week or two or whatever. And yes, I have done it. I've done it multiple times. Um, you know, usually around my anniversary with my husband, I, about not too long ago, um, took a, you know, I don't know, two week trip. The hardest part for me was getting childcare, but we took a two week trip to the Baltic sea and St. Petersburg and, uh, where do we go? Um, uh, Scandinavia. I'm trying to remember all the places, Helsinki and Copenhagen and Stockholm, amazing, beautiful, wonderful trip. And just came back really refreshed and clients didn't say a peep other than I hope you had an awesome trip. Do you have pictures you could share? So if you plan ahead, you communicate with your clients and you also choose to work with clients that understand the big picture, that this is a long-term strategy, that will help you feel comfortable to take breaks, take vacations, get a little time away from your job. For me, I take a weekly break, like I said, Fridays. I mean, I might have one or two small things to do, But it is my time to just really um, have to myself because the kids are at school. I try not to book any like any coaching calls or recorded, you know, recorded um, lessons or anything like that on that day, because I know that I need that one day to myself to catch up, be creative, um, organize my pantry. I don't know why I just really love organizing my pantry. Uh, Makes me feel calm. So be, you know, take your breaks. Don't ask for don't ask for permission. You don't need to. You are in charge of your business. And tip number five, you have to set boundaries. And that means learning to say no confidently and knowing that when you say no, you're really saying yes to your priorities. So one thing I know that leads to burnout for PR pros is feeling like you need to be on all the time. So checking and answering emails as soon as they come in. Like I said, even at night and on the weekends, but keep in mind 99% of the time, honestly, these emails, they're not emergencies and you need to really um, set boundaries that will help you get like create an energy level where you can continually uh, deliver stellar PR services for your clients because you are resting when you need to, you're overall avoiding burnout because you have these boundaries in place. And you can set boundaries 
like when you'll stop working each day. That includes checking and answering emails or not working on the weekends except for emergencies and also not working while on vacation or out of office. The other thing is if you have children, it is essential for you to be present when you are with them. And I'm not talking about two, three hours of intense play, but 15 minutes where you are on the ground, you're focused on what they're interested in, you're looking in their eyes when they're talking to you. It's quality time with your children versus quantity. I don't want you to be with your kids two, three hours or folk, you know, with, an, with a partner two, three hours where you're on your phone scrolling mindlessly. Put your phone away, put it in a drawer and use that time to really focus and be present with your, with your children and your significant other. And I'm telling you just 15 minutes even of quality time where you're on, if you have little kids, you're on the ground, you're playing whatever they're playing, your eyes are focused on them when they're talking, you're interested, you're listening. Um, you know, I know that working, uh, work from home, or what am I going to say? Uh, full-time moms, full-time moms, which are definitely working moms and definitely work from home moms. Um, their job is, is uh, childcare and it's extremely challenging. Um, they're doing this all the time. But if you have a business and you have this kind of mom guilt, one way to kind of overcome that is really listen to your kids for a focused amount of time where there's no distractions, you're not on your phone. They're watching. They are watching. We try to tell our kids, no more screen time, no more screen time. And they'll say, well, you're on your phone. And I'll say, touche, I am. Let me put it away. They're watching. You're setting an example. So you know, that's another thing, a boundary I have in place is putting the phone away when I'm having dinner with my family, when I'm playing with them or involved with them, put it in a drawer and do not touch it. And these boundaries, they're normal, they're necessary, they're healthy. You just need to make sure that you communicate them with your team and your clients so that they know what to expect. And the other thing too is, again, with saying no, If you aren't niched down, then you will experience this huge cause of burnout, which is saying yes to every single client, every opportunity, every project, even if it's something that you don't enjoy, even if it's something that really doesn't align with your vision for what you want to have with your company. If you're just like, well, business is, you know, client work is client work and a paycheck's a paycheck. So yeah, sure, I can do that. You are going to burn out. And again, there's lots of reasons why you should be selective about the work you do, but especially to avoid this feeling where you're just drained. You need to be strategic and focus on work that you love with clients who value you. And I wrote a long blog post about this a long time ago on LinkedIn, and it got it it went viral. Um, (laughs) But listen to me when I say no is a complete sentence. It's a complete sentence. You don't have to really explain Um, you know, just know that when you choose yourself and you choose to say no to other people's, uh, priorities for you, you're really saying yes to yourself and your dreams and your vision for yourself. Um, so I hope that helps you just to recap. Our tips are, uh, fill each day with joy, work with clients you love and build a schedule that serves you. Take time for yourself when you need it. Um, Work when you have the energy and the focus. Do the most focused uh, creative work during those times. 
and hire a team to help you. That's tip number three. And also ask for help in your personal life. They're so intertwined. Your energy from your professional life carries over into your personal life. So if you are feeling like I say at the end of your rope, ask for help. Ask for help wherever you need it. I think that is one of the biggest forms of self-care is getting the help you need. Um, Number four, don't be afraid to take breaks and vacations, time away from your business. Do not feel like because you are on retainer, you have to be accountable 24-7 to your clients. PR is a big picture, long-term strategy. Clients know this. And number five, set your boundaries. Say no. Say no to clients that don't serve the vision you have for your company. Set your boundaries around when you're working and when you're going to stop working and whether you're going to have your phone available or sitting next to you when you're playing with your loved ones or um, you know hanging out with your family or doing things for yourself. You're never really focused on yourself if you are focused on your phone. And just you know, kind of keep that in mind to be present where you are. That is probably my best piece of advice. Where you are, be there mentally, physically, just be focused on who you're with and where you are. And that will help take care of a lot of this. Ask for help. Ask for help from our community. Post in profitable PR pros. Are you feeling burnout right now? How can we help you? We have so many resources that can save you time. I promise you, oh my God, we can save you so much time. We have every possible resource you could need when it comes to um, training and strategies for pitching the media, and then an entire framework for how to run your business with processes and checklists and strategies and systems you can implement, just kind of plug and play, saves you hours and hours, I mean, even years of struggle and heartache. This didn't exist before, um, you know, when I started my business. So we built it. And this is one way to avoid burnout is getting the help you need when you need it. And we are here for you. So I hope that these tips, at least one of them will resonate so that you can apply it to your life, your business, and feel more energized, more passionate about the work you're doing and avoid that dreaded burnout. Hopefully, we've got a fresh start in the new year. I know we've been saying that the last two years, and it's been like, wah, wah. But, you know, you can find joy and happiness even if there's challenging situations around us. You absolutely have to. You have to. So much of it is out of our control. Take control of the things that will make you feel energized, make you feel happiest in your life and your career, and light you up, okay? Post in profitable PR pros. If you have any key takeaways or ahas, um, please, if you liked this episode, rate us on um, iTunes or Spotify. That helps other people find us, write a review. I will be so, so, so appreciative of it. And until next time, guys, do what you have to do to live your best life professionally and personally. We're here for you. Have a great rest of your day and we'll see you next time. Take care. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Pitching Powerhouse podcast. If you're ready to start, grow, and scale a profitable agency all on your own terms, you should consider joining the Agency Accelerator. Check out the link in the episode description to learn more. 
to achieve your big, scary goals and truly live the type of lifestyle you've always wanted. It's time to join the Agency Accelerator. Inside this incredible program, you'll learn exactly how to structure your PR agency to fill your pipeline with high paying clients and establish a consistent revenue stream so you can run a business that lights you up and that doesn't run you. This program is built around the exact steps that I took to grow a seven-figure PR agency, Generation PR, and now hundreds of other PR professionals around the world have implemented these techniques and strategies to scale their own agencies too. So this stuff works, you guys. Check out the link in this episode's description to learn more. And as always, be sure to tune in next week for another incredible episode packed with the insights you need to become a pitching powerhouse.